Hello, welcome to the weekly podcast of Succinct. An information source that helps you save time while keeping you well informed of key events, catalysts, and performance of capital markets. This brief is professional and free of noise. If you are looking for the classic journalistic, future guessing, and tips from self-proclaimed gurus, you can switch off now. These are the must-know highlights from last week. It was a long and active week in global markets, with the most important action taking place today, Sunday 19th, as Swiss regulators negotiate the terms of a potential acquisition of Credit Suisse by rival UBS. Although no official confirmation of a deal has been announced, as of Sunday evening Zurich time, UBS agreed to buy Credit Suisse for $3 billion, equal to a 60% discount to the closing price on Friday. The news comes a few days after the Swiss National Bank granted a $54 billion lifeline to Credit Suisse, which had been suffering from deposit withdrawals of $10 billion per day. Credit Suisse stock lost 25% last week to an all-time low of 1 Swiss franc and 86 cents for a total market value of $8 billion, accumulating a 71% decline in the last 12 months. Credit default swaps, or the cost of insuring its debt against default, skyrocketed to five times the level reached during the 2008 financial crisis, at 12.5%. It was a highly volatile week with record volumes and mixed performance. In US equity markets, the technology sector rallied sharply with the NASDAQ 100 index gaining almost 6%. The S&P 500 index added a more modest 1.4%. Europe's stock 600 index lost 3.8%, with steep losses for Italian and Spanish stocks. In the US, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and Goldman Sachs all dropped between 7 and 8%, while the European peers, such as BNP Paribas, Santander, BBVA, and Unicredit, lost between 12 and 15%. The banking crisis that began in California two weeks ago with the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, and continued with Signature Bank in New York, extended to another regional bank, the First Republic Bank of San Francisco, with 212 billion assets, and a market cap of $4.2 billion. Shares plunged 72% to the lowest level in 12 years, despite receiving a deposit injection of $30 billion from the country's largest banks. First Republic reached a market value of $40 billion in November of 2021. While the banking sector was bleeding, the European Central Bank raised its benchmark interest rates by 50 basis points, taking the refinancing rate to 3.5% and the deposit rate to 3% a clear message that their priority is the fight against inflation. Regarding economic data in the US, headline CPI inflation for February came in at 6% year-on-year, and core CPI was 5.5%, still at high levels. However, due to the banking turmoil, traders expect the Fed to either raise rates by 25 basis points or not at all. Futures markets are now pricing in a 40% probability of no change for next Wednesday. A few more updates to complete an extremely active week. 
The sharp change in interest rate expectations and the flight to quality led to a sharp rebound in bond prices, especially in the short end. The yield on two-year treasuries plunged by 74 basis points to 3.84%, a behavior seen across maturities and markets. The shift in bonds last Monday was the wildest since the 1987 stock market crash. Two-year German yields fell 64 basis to 2.43%. The chaos in traditional markets benefited digital assets. The total value of cryptocurrencies gained 22%, or $213 billion last week, to $1.16 trillion. Bitcoin rallied 33% to $27,300, its best week since late 2017. Ethereum added 22% to almost $1,800. Most of the largest coins rallied, but less than Bitcoin. Commodities traded mixed, with energy futures dropping sharply. Crude oil lost 12% to the lowest level since December 2021, and Brent closed at $73. Precious metals rallied for the same reason that cryptos climbed, the weakness in fiat money. Gold added 6% and silver 10%. There is one large corporate deal worth mentioning. Pharmaceutical giant Pfizer agreed to acquire Segan, a U.S. biotech company, for nearly $44 billion in cash, equivalent to a 62% premium. Segan's stock traded higher but ended the week at a 15% discount to the bid. The main event tomorrow will be the development of Credit Suisse's rescue. On Wednesday, the Fed meets, and on Thursday it's the turn of the Bank of England and the Swiss National Bank. That's all for today's episode. Please follow us and help us promote our channel. Visit succinct.info to learn more. Have a great week.